0: Passengers, may I have your attention, please? Take your seats and secure your seatbelt. The ride you're about to take will be unlike anything you've ever experienced before. They are the mics on mics, and this is Drive By. Oh, yeah. Welcome, welcome. I am Mike J. He is Mike S. we are the mics on mics. This is is the best wrestling podcast you haven't heard of until right now. Mike, how the hell's it going?
1: Uh I'm having a pretty good week, all things considered. All things considered. Oh! Oh, just gonna let everyone know, right? Um you know I've been bitching about my job on here and my lack of pay for quite some time.
0: Uh mm-hmm.
1: I was informed yesterday that uh, I am looking at a five-figure raise coming up in the next few weeks. So, um, y'all ain't gonna hear me bitch about my job no fucking more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey. Hey, I love my
1: job now!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Much deserved, I am sure. Uh, Last week, man, let's just get right into it. We kind of maybe ominously joked about NXT being on sci-fi and what's that mean? That's what they think of them kind of deal, right? Yep. And then and then later after we recorded obviously on on a Friday, a Friday evening, we uh during SmackDown hear of all these NXT releases. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be weird to edit later and put out with that in there and then, you know, this happens later. Obviously we weren't foreseeing the future, but hey. Uh it's been a weird week for me, man. I don't know why. I, I the I usually don't take releases, you know, it is what I know that it's business, right? You know that it's business. Yeah. Um I'm still pretty irritated with the bro is business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still I'm still irritated with the Bray Wyatt thing. Uh, still irritated that I might have to actually make more of an effort to watch AEW on a regular basis. Um, but I don't know. There was something with these NXT releases and even the quote unquote news that we're going to rebrand and Vince is unhappy and this is going to change and that's going to change, which I've been told to take as something that was greatly overblown, um, I even told that to our very own high fiver in, in our private chat. That said, it still got to me, and I really didn't even want to watch NXT this week, Mike. But I did. So if I'm less enthusiastic than normal, I apologize. I, and I missed like the first ten minutes of the first match because you know we had to change our settings to tape on Sci-Fi, and somehow I. Set it just to tape on Sci-Fi and eliminated the USA network taping. And thankfully, I turned the TV on at ten after and realized, "Mom, my shit's not taping." So, yeah, thanks, U.S. Olympics.
1: <laughs>
0: thanks a fucking lot. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so NXT started out Sarai against Dakota Kai. Um, I jumped in halfway into this match or. I mean, I don't know if the match started right at the kickoff of the show, but I know there was a little promo time for Dakota. Anyway, this match was really good. And Sarai either can make her kicks look deadly or she just gives no fucks. Because this is the second time in, I think, three of her matches I've seen where I'm like, oh my god, she killed her opponent. Um, So... I don't know. I haven't decided, but man, some of her kicks look absolutely brutal. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Dakota Kai gets the win. I saw people bitching. And again, look, I don't think every Japanese female Japanese star should just come in and run the gamut over everyone and be undefeated. Like, we can't just keep doing that, right? No. Or can we? And to be fair. Or can we? Well, here's the thing. No, we can't. When, when they eventually do lose, everyone's pissed about that. So let's just get one off out of the way. Dakota Kai is going to fight for the title at TakeOver. Let's make her keep her strong. I mean, it makes sense. Neither one of them looked bad. This was a fantastic match. Um, I'd almost say if there's one match you watch from NXT, watch this one, but. I'm going to have to save that for later in the show, Mike. Okay. So, All right. Later on, or I might have been right after this match, uh, Dragonoff comes out. and He's going to address in the fact that, you know, he's got this feud with Walter and he's going to be the first guy to take, you know, he's going to take this title off of Walter after his historic reign and, you know, pretty good little segment, but. It's interrupted by Pete Dunne, who's having none of this, someone stepping into NXT, talking about the NXT UK title that I made, and then you're going to come in here into my show that I'm on now and talk about how you're the best, and basically go fuck yourself. Um, so we set up for that night, dragging off against Pete Dunne, Mike. What do you think of that? I...
1: um Fuck, man. I was going to watch Rampage when I got home from work tonight. k it's Friday. Um, Breaking k um, But I'm going to check that match out for fucking sure. Are you serious? I'm definitely watching Rampage first when I get home. But man, also just going to let you know, and everyone, uh, in our, it doesn't matter, but I'm going to let you know because it's going to affect you today. I'm going blackout tonight uh, in the chats and everything. Uh, I'm on a seven-day ban from Facebook, so I don't need to go on. That's my own fault. It's my own fault. I said what? I said white trash, and I know I can't say white trash on Facebook. Oh, damn it, dude! As soon as soon as I hit send, I was like, "What have you done?" Yeah, man. Because incarceration has decided that they're gonna do some COVID regulations so they can keep the show going. You know what I mean? And right. Everyone in the incarceration Facebook page is losing their fucking mind. I refuse to show papers to get into an event, motherfuckers. These are like comparing to like the Jew, like the Nazis asking Jews for papers and shit. You know what I mean? Like my best friend said, he's not going now. Uh, it's crazy shit. But I just left a comment and I was like, hey, this is a win. This is a win-win for me. So what you're telling me is that the concert is sold, cause, and they're not offering refunds. They're not offering refunds.
0: So what uh, you're saying is there'll be less assholes there.
1: Exactly, I said, so the concert is still sold out, they've still made their nut, guaranteeing that it will come back next year, and there's gonna be less white trash there, fucking sounds like a win-win to me, and uh <laughs> one lady commented, how does, how does not wanting to get a vaccine make you white trash? I didn't respond, but she then reported me, so... Uh, I don't think she reported me, honestly. I can't type the words white and trash in a sentence on Facebook without, like, it was almost immediate. Like, almost immediate, again, like it always is. But anyway, I'm a seven-day Facebook band, so I'm not going to be on Facebook getting spoilers and shit. So I was like, fuck it, dude. I could actually watch Rampage spoiler-free if I just stay off the socials. And I'm the only manager at work tonight, so I'm going to be busy all fucking night. I got a real chance coming there. into this, man. Spoiler free tonight. So I'm excited about that. But I'm definitely watching this Dragon Off Pete Dunn match. That should made my dick twinkle a little bit. Just a little bit.
0: Well, that, Just a little that's, bit. Why I, that's why I say it's the the Dakota Kai-Surai match was not the match to go watch if you only watch one. If you watch two, watch that one. If you watch one, watch our main event. Anyway, uh, through the night, I'm going to kind of blow through some of this, Mike. Um, through the night, we get some skits with, uh, Johnny Gargano and Candace and Indy. Um, <clears throat> Dexter's coming over to the house and I'm not going to go over all these, but I'll, I'll give you the short version. Dexter's coming to pick Indy up for a date. And of course we get the, the dad talk from Johnny, which is obviously slanted towards his dislike of Dexter. We get... Candace asking, this is the best part of the whole thing. Candace asking Indy if she needs protection. And Indy flexes her arms and says, I'm a former women's tag team champion. I don't need protection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they follow them to the restaurant, get busted. Johnny's in the disguise as a waiter. It's classic wrestling comedy. And in my opinion, done right uh, the way they have been doing it. Uh, and I don't know if you saw the news, but there's going to be a baby wrestling because Candice LeRae is pregnant.
1: I did see that. Uh, you know, I was like, that sucks because she's like, her career's really hit like it's like, like she's like at the highest point of her career, right? And I was like, oh man, that kind of sucks for her, like having like a Becky Lynch moment. Not that she's all at all like on like the level Becky Lynch was, but I feel she's kind of like in that same. It's like my career's at the highest point. But I got to thinking about it, and I was like, this isn't at all like Becky Lynch, who was, like, the most popular wrestler in the company. This is as good as it was probably ever going to get for Candice LeRae. So, um, and not against her, nothing against her. I just mean within this company. I just don't think that she would be valued uh, in a way that would be on that level. So, uh, I mean, I man. think
0: she could be, but you have to... You have to put the, you have to put the spin on it that she's not one of the youngest women in the company. That's true. And she's also she does... been
1: with the company for, or like been wrestling yeah. for a while, not with the company, but.
0: And if she, if she wants to have children, if like that, like some women are like, if it happens, it happens. Some women want actively to have children, and that's also something that, you know, you hit your early to mid thirties, you probably start st- should start to decide is that what I want to do or not, and. I'm assuming they had that conversation and this was a planned thing, so good for them. Uh, let's see. LA Knight takes on Andre Chase in a squash match. Uh, hey, this that kid's going to be a
1: fucking great wrestler though. Yeah. Like, a fucking Andre great wrestler. Andre Chase? Rest- no. Uh, the Garganos.
0: Oh, the kid. I'm sorry. That kid's going to be a fucking great wrestler
1: you. and I'm really looking forward to that kid taking on Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins' kid oh my god in 25 years
0: that's assuming it's a girl let's hope they have a girl right let's
1: hope they have a girl yeah. right let's do it although in 25 years this. intergender wrestling is gonna be like way fucking bigger than it nah, is now.
0: T- shit you know what's gonna happen
1: there's gonna be no fuck it's gonna be like chaotic wrestling did with their midcard title no. or with their women's title here's he,
0: no time out here's what's gonna happen we're going to we're gonna have this awesome match plan between Baby Wrestling and uh, Baby Seth slash Becky, and Cody kid is going to come in and hit them both with a sledgehammer.
1: Oh, Liberty. Liberty.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: you know <laughs> She's going to hit them with the Liberty Bell, You know what's Mike. wild is that I don't even know what Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch's baby's name is, and I like them infinitely more. Then I like Cody and Brandy. <laughs> but the but their child isn't named fucking Liberty, yeah, so I don't know what their name is, and it's like, and I'm sure they probably got one of those stupid like modern white people, fucking baby names like uh serendipity or some shit like that, um <laughs> uh, so like modern white people, hey, Mike, props to you and your wife for like you know like picking like respectable names and not being like naming your naming your children like effervescent and shit like that or or something or something that ends with with Aiden there's no Braden, no Caden uh you didn't do any of that man uh Coulson's pushing it a little bit but uh uh, joking! I actually thought that name was brilliant, and I love the Marvel reference. <laughs> um, uh, you picked respectable names, and, uh, and, and you, I've always you. liked that. I've always liked that. You
0: know, uh, I, 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 I'm laughing because as you say this, we're named I after Googled. a fruit. I, I Google, and Becky and Seth's uh, daughter is named Rux. R-O-U-X. Oh,
1: so, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, my God. What is R-O-U-X? R-O-U-X. Nah, no, oh. that's Rue. That's Rue, bro. That's how you pronounce that. Rue.
0: I don't fucking know.
1: They named their daughter Rue? Oh, my God, but spelled it with an X? Holy shit, I might hate this worse than Liberty. No, I don't. Uh, I hate Liberty worse. <laughs> Because of Cody. Because of Cody, right? Right? He didn't name his daughter Liberty because it was a solid name. He was like, I'm Cody. And, like, uh, right now, I'm, like, American. Super fucking American. So I had to name my daughter. Like, he named his daughter Liberty because he was, like, his gimmick at the time was being very American right let's wrap our heads around so, that one for a hot fucking you think second in
0: like five years i'll regret that
1: yeah man he was like fuck i was super american that summer she got knocked out man that was that summer i had to fight i had to fight the dreaded british uh because you know as we, the
0: american we've dream de- for one night only
1: yeah we've definitely been having problems with them always since 1776 um <laughs> Uh no, Rue is a terrible name. Even worse. It's so douchey too. R O U X Rue. Fuck off. Oh my god, I love both of you, but fuck off. If my brother named his kid that I would tell him to fuck off. But he didn't. He named his he named his kid Jackson Ford, which is a great fucking name. Um Ford's a little rednecky, but his grandpa owns a Ford Ford's. dealership.
0: Ford's very rednecky, but that, his we'll grandpa let it slide because his of grandpa that. owns a Ford yeah.
1: dealership, and he had to make him proud, so he ensured he got some of that sweet, sweet inheritance. Notice I said his grandfather, not our grandfather, so I ain't getting right. that sweet inheritance. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, nxt. Uh,
0: well. Speaking speaking of inheritance, this uh, LA Night match was to set up Ted DiBiase coming out and DiBiase. putting LA Night. <laughs> Putting L.A. Knight in his place, trying to motivate Cameron Grimes, and LA Knight says, I'm not I've beat him twice, I'm not putting this title up again, unless when I beat him this third time, now you have to be my butler. And DB takes accepts the challenge.
1: Oh, Deebs ain't being no one's butler. God damn it. Why have they not brought fucking Virgil back yet, man? Like I'm oh, sorry. Do we really
0: want meat sauce uh, dude, on our TV. Yes.
1: Yes, I'm sorry, but for this I'm sorry, but like you're doing this full-blown comedy angle and shit with Grimes and stuff, man. Now is the perfect time to get some fuck money on your TV screen. I just think you'd be really comedic. It'd be great. Look, if we're doing comedy wrestling, man, I just like, I'm a guy that likes wrestling. I'm a guy that likes comedy. I'm a guy that doesn't like wrestling and comedy together. But if we're going to do them, you've got the chance to be absurd and go all the way out with it. Like, if you're going to fucking do it, just go all out. Just fucking do it.
0: I mean, I can't really argue against that. Uh, Gigi Dolan is presented. She actually had a promo and then talking about how they are going to take over the division. And she comes out with uh, JC Jane accompanying her. Man, this chick gives me major Page vibes, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Um I still I, I still don't like the knockoff Sweet Dreams music, like just Lisa music at this point, you know? But whatever. Um I mean you paid for CM Punk to come up to call the personality. This is certainly the same. Right. Thing. Right. Dolan gets the win in a an okay match. Uh then we get a face off between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, uh with general manager Regal uh regal tells them it's going to be two out of three falls uh with o'reilly picking the first stipulation cole picking the second and regal will pick the third if need be uh cole picks straight up wrestling for the first or i'm sorry o'reilly picks straight up wrestling for the first fall And Cole just immediately destroys him verbally about how he knew he was going to pick that. And he's a piece of shit, and I can beat you no matter what. This was Adam Cole being Adam Cole, baby, on the mic. And, yeah, it was super fun. The third fall, picked by Regal, because, of course, these two start to get into it physically and they're separated, is Regal angrily declaring the third fall will be a steel cage. What did Cole pick again? Which... Cole picked a street fight. I don't think I okay. said it. All right. Um, which someone pointed out that this is the same stipulation of the three okay. falls for the Cole Gargano three. Um, and had a problem with that. And I, I really don't care. Because uh, well, this is going to well, be a God. great match. We're so have
1: another great match.
0: Yeah. Who cares? Uh, NXT breakout tournament. Odyssey Jones taking on uh, Mini Buddy. That's what I'm gonna call this guy from now on. Uh, Odyssey Jones gets the win. I really like this dude. I think he's a guy also that Vince would see and really like. So we'll see how it fares for him.
1: Yeah, he's gonna. Uh, he's Boa. Gonna get, he's gonna get released
0: in three weeks. Oh Jesus, Boa with uh Mai Ying is uh, going against Drake Maverick. Zia uh, Lee is nowhere to be found. Um. I don't know they didn't they didn't explain why. Uh I don't know if it I know she did a dark match, so I don't know if they were just gonna call her up and they're working her out, but I hope not because I actually kind of enjoy this weird little faction thing they got going on. Uh but it looked pretty impressive. Really haven't seen much of him in ring. Um he beat the fuck out of Maverick. Uh let's see. Oh also at one point Mei Ying Uh, blew some kind of dust in Maverick's face, which actually caused Boa to win, but, you know. um, They're furthering that. So anyway, main event time. Mike, Pete Dunn versus Ilio Dragunov. Dragunov, however the fuck you want to pronounce it. Wow, buddy. (laughs) What a fucking match. Um, Yeah, dude, when you take two of the best of the best and put them in a ring, you just get good matches, you know? And their styles mesh well. They beat the shit out of each other. They chain wrestled. They used some, you know, exactly what you would expect from this match. Dunn actually gets the victory. Uh, Walter comes out and stands on the ramp and, of course, doesn't distract Dragunov to the point where, oh, a quick roll-up and it's over, but distracts him enough to get him off of his game and, you know, kind of shake him up to where eventually Pete Dunn's able to get the advantage. And then Walter comes down to the ring and is ready to beat the shit out of Dragonoff. And Dragonoff gets the upper hand and is actually left standing tall with the UK Championship in his hands, which means he's definitely not winning that title, right? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Man. Walter's just too good right now. <laughs> okay, so... Here's the question. Who takes it off of Walter, if not Dragonoff? Done?
1: Um, um, but it's, I, I don't think we're it's going the that same, direction, it's right? It's the same answer as who takes the belt off Roman right now.
0: Well, we had that talk offline. Um, that, in my opinion, is Adam Cole.
1: Well, well, yeah, but like if you look at the main roster right now, who's taking the belt off of
0: Roman? No one.
1: The, well, there is no answer,
0: right? I don't think so.
1: No, and that's kind of I think where we're at with Walter right now. We just the, the answer just isn't there yet.
0: I don't know. I just um, don't think there is an answer to that question right now. Yeah, no. Um I'm with you, and I, at the same time I I think that's a Is that a good problem or a bad problem? Because on one hand, I think it's a very bad problem, but on the other hand, like, when you have someone... I think... And I know with Walter... Hey, go ahead. I say with Walter, we don't get to see a lot of Walter, but when we do, it's always fantastic, and, I mean, it's, it's hard to think who would you want to take that off of him. With Roman, it's the character work more than anything, right? Like... This yeah. character is so head and shoulders above, and I'm gonna say it: I don't give a fuck. Everybody in the industry, who who takes that away, and I just, I just can't. If it's Adam Cole, and let me say this: as much as I love Adam Cole, the build has to be right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, it has to be a build, a build. So, and honestly, ah, it's kind like.
1: Kind of like the New Age Insider said this week on uh, whatever that podcast they were on was. Um, The answer is Jey Uso, but Jey Uso is not a
0: heavyweight champion. Right. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with this. Um,
1: Yeah, and also, as far as Walter goes, what I was going to say... I don't think it's a problem because they're a fucking, a, it's a developmental company, basically. It's not a problem. It's it's not a problem. You It's cool to have a guy that just runs the show there for a while. Like, yeah. right the fuck on, man. It's a territory. And that's what territories did. It had a guy that just ran the show for a fucking while.
0: I want to read this because this just came across me, to me. It's just one of those things where... (sighs) Fucking Dave Meltzer. So now Dave is reporting. Paul Levesque is being blamed backstage for not winning the Wednesday Night Wars. Which WWE thought they would win easily. His detractors, who fear for their position if he takes power, are using the opportunity to degrade NXT with released wrestlers being pawns in the power struggle. Get the fuck out of here. The backstage wrangling is what drove Cross to lose twice on Raw while being heavily protected on NXT. Which is hilarious because we heard a story shortly after Cross losing that the plan was a story with him losing two to three weeks in a row to Jeff Hardy, and then bringing Scarlet in, but then Jeff Hardy got COVID and had to leave for two weeks. But now Dave's painting a completely different picture because it helps fucking as sorry Alistair Black said these dirt sheet writers like to paint a narr- or paint a picture that helps their narrative. Uh, and Aaliyah beat Dakota Kai ahead of her takeover world title match in a fucking dark match. Uh, <laughs> NXT is being cast as a product full of independent workers who can't draw, which is unable to attract younger audiences. God damn, I hate this dude. Yeah, and then, I mean, this is... And then, hold on, oh, hold on, and then you throw the Keith Lee stuff in. Did you hear the Keith Lee stuff, Mike? Yeah, I, I watched his video. As did I. So, remember, when every dirt sheet was shouting about how Keith Lee is either in a legal battle over his name or Vince just thinks he's a big fat guy or Vince is tired of him and doesn't want anything to do with him. Or I mean, maybe the real narrative that he was fucking in a bad way health wise. And oh, I don't know, WWE medical may have just saved his fucking life (laughs) and now he's, trying to make his way back, and you guys did everything from Blame Vince McMahon to Mia Yim for him not being on TV. Fuck all you. You know who didn't steer me wrong? My source, Mike, told me fucking months ago, and I believe I told you this, that what he had heard is that Keith Lee was struggling from uh, struggling from COVID, and yeah, that was why he was off of TV. No,
1: when I watched the video, I was like, oh my God, Mike's guy was fucking right
0: again yep how about that shit but you know whatever but the respectable wins don't run stories unless they know a hundred percent and they also don't run stories about people's fucking medical health so get the fuck over it mike i'm pissed off let's take a break okay hang tight i guess we'll fucking be back ever wondered what it's like to have an argument with yourself well this right here pretty close to that this is drive-by all right
1: blow me away with AEW, mike man i love when you get like this i love when you get you know like the irony of like this show well, i don't know if it's irony but um i guess the irony of like maybe like wrestling and the perceived differences in different kinds of wrestling um, is that uh, at any point in this show's history up to about three months ago, I was on here just fucking ranting and raving every fucking week. Every week, man. Just ranting and raving, hating on shit, talking shit, mad about shit. Right? Uh, hating wrestling, basically. And then, I fall into this deathmatch shit. And, uh, I pretty much just quit following all these stupid fucking AEW, NXT, WWE Facebook groups that we were in. Uh, purged my Twitter of it. And I pretty much just become like a deathmatch indie guy online. Even in my free time. Haven't watched fucking a lick of WWE other than what Roman's doing in months. Uh all year really. All year really. I watched Mania. But other than that, I've just been watching Roman stuff. Um and like my whole attitude on wrestling has changed. Cause as I've said in the last few weeks, the entire deathmatch community is just fucking amazing. It's just a group of people that love all the wrestlers. They love everybody, man. Everybody loves everybody. Jackie Moon, rule number one. Everybody loves everybody. And everybody's so positive and shit, man. And uh it has changed my whole, like, attitude on wrestling and how I watch wrestling. Like, I don't watch AEW looking to, like, talk shit and pick this stuff apart, man. I'm just looking for the good now, baby. And now, here you are, the one that's on here, getting fucking angry and mad, and having rants, and I'm the guy that's just loving everything and defending everything. Look at how WWE and Deathmatch Wrestling have completely flip-flopped our positions on this show. MJF versus Wardlow, that's going to be, uh, MJF and Wardlow, they have like a little promo to open the show. MJF is in fact the fifth labor, which doesn't make sense to me, I feel like there needed to be five labors and then you get MJF, but else? Uh, So we open with Elite versus Dante Martin and Dells. This should be a good match. It wasn't... uh, uh, We'll get into it. Uh, The announcers also (laughs) inform us that Cage does, in fact, have a title shot. Christian Cage does, in fact, have a title shot at All Out. That was confirmed by Tony Khan, by uh, Tony Schiavone. Um, Dante Martin is wildly fucking athletic. Wildly fucking athletic.
0: Yeah, I saw some clips. Uh, it's like, it's it's yeah. insane.
1: It's <laughs> insane. It's like, he, like, I, it's like, Ricochet who? Um, I don't want to say that yet. Ricochet been doing this, like, superhero athletic shit at a high level for a lot of years now. Fucking Dante Martin is incredible. Um, the elite win, this was either fun or too flippy floppy. Uh, question for the ages, right? Depends on where you fall on the side right. of wrestling. Um, I found myself right in the middle of it. It was fun, but man, I'm a little too flippy-floppy for me. Uh, Tony Schiavone goes for post-match interview, Christian interrupts, Jurassic Express also come out, and then we go to a commercial break. What? <laughs> what? Huh? Um, okay. We're just gonna go to a commercial break right in the middle of this. All right. Um, we come back, uh, CM Punk, CM Punk chant breaks out, so we've got that going for us. Uh, Um, nice to know that's starting already. Um, highlight of the entire thing was when (laughs) Christian cuts off, uh, Don Callis by, by calling him a carny piece of shit. Um, and says it with, like, real malice in his voice. Shut up, you carny piece of shit. Um, I love that. <laughs> Christian versus Omega announced for the first ever Rampage, gonna be the first ever match on Rampage for the Impact Heavyweight title.
0: Yeah, that's a little weird to me.
1: Yeah, okay. I thought that was weird too. Um Jurassic Express. So your very first match yes. on
0: your brand new show uh-huh. is a title match for correct. a title that's another company
1: correct because we're doing territories now um <laughs> hey, draft- l-
0: real quick yeah Christian winning this um okay
1: here's the deal I do not think Christian is winning this but um, okay. This is a scenario I could see being very likely. Christian wins this. Like, okay, so Kenny Omega is being the belt collector, right? Um, Adam Page has to get this title in like the next couple months, right? Mm uh-huh. hmm. So you could start. The fall of the belt collector with him losing the Impact title to Christian. Christian's a former Impact champion. Um, and then, you know, Paige comes. He loses the next match for the AEW title. And then Paige gets that. You know, maybe someone in between there and Paige, maybe Penta takes the AAA title from him. Uh, and now the only belt he has left is the AEW title. Um, and Paige takes that from him and breaks him. I could see that storyline playing out. But I could also see Impact wanting one of their full-time roster guys to get the rub of taking that belt back from Kenny Omega, and, and it would almost be stupid yeah. of them not to.
0: It would be. But let's be honest, they haven't made the best decisions in this, and they also love Christian in Impact. That is true.
1: So, you know... And it would
0: also be a rub if they could get Christian on their television regularly as their champion. Also a fact. Also a fact. Um, Jurassic
1: Express gets a shot at the uh, Young Bucks also next week in their title. Uh, Malachi Black video, this is really good. Um, A lot of stuff is just like stuff I'm going to move through really fast on here. Like, Malachi Black video. Really good. Uh, special look at Cody and Brandy's reality show. Fuck this guy and his wife. And their daughter's name. Um. (laughs) After that was another dope-ass Miro video. I love every time he mentions his (laughs) wife. This time he said, this time he said something about, like, uh, pleasuring his perfect wife. Uh, it's great for me every time. Right. Um. Darby Allen versus Daniel Garcia. This is a fucking good match. Um, in my notes, Isaiah, this is another solid match with not a lot to say about it. That's kind of like the thing of the night. Um, Death Triangle uh, interview. Um, they won Andrade. All of them won Andrade. Hawk wants him first. Pac wants him first. Um, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Yuta. Taking, uh, taking on, uh, HFO. I was not super into this match. Um, I, I, it was hard for me to maintain my interest. I like Orange Cassidy, Chuck, and Yuta. I don't care much for HFO. Um, but I, I, it's just hard for me I, to stay invested in this. Hardy pins Wheeler Yuta. Um, Andrade and Chavo, they want Pac at, Pack at All Out. This for All Out, shaping up pretty fucking nice, to be honest with you. Uh, after that, Nyla versus Statlander. Um, I didn't watch this match, but Chris Statlander won, as she fucking should, because I'm glad we're all on board with the fact that there's no money in Nyla Rose. None. 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 She is just not good at her job. Not in any way. I uh, I'll give her her character work. Her character work's pretty solid. I'll give her that. Her character work's pretty solid. It's a bit cringe. um. But there's just no money in Nyla
0: Rose. I didn't get to watch any of this Dynamite, I'm um, being honest. Um, But I heard that this is almost essentially a... Not a squash... Squash... My, bleh. Tongue's not working. Not a squash... But a pretty easy and clean victory for Statlander, and people uh, kind of like, really?
1: Uh, I watched like the last thirty seconds of it, and um, so I, I'll be honest. Uh, fast forwarding through it, it was over way faster than I thought it was going to be, and I had to go back to like rewind to catch the end of it. Um, so I didn't really see too much. Nyla kind of had the upper hand for a little bit. Statlander got like the the comeback babyface win for just, like, the right. little part that I was looking at. But it wasn't even like Nyla was handling her or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So, good. Because, uh, you know, I'm not saying... You know, I said when Statlander debuted, man, she, she, she's got a future, like, here in this company. They just got to figure out her, her shit, you know? Um box can't hey, keep
0: her from hurting people.
1: Yes. Yeah, her work's gotten much better since she came back from injury. Um, Bucks backstage. I didn't care for this promo. This whatever this was, it came off like a cheap indie company to me. Uh, and I love cheap indie companies, but not on TNT. You know what <laughs> I mean? Not on national TV. Not on national TV. You know, man. I love I love watching my cheap indies on the IWTV app that I have, uh, but not on cable that I pay for. Uh, that's a lie, I don't have cable, <laughs> I have YouTube TV. Britt with Tony, fucking huge pop in her hometown. She's gonna wreck Red Velvet in Pittsburgh in the main event of Rampage, is what she has to say. Red, oh, Vel- yeah. <laughs> Red Velvet attacks, um, and the refs split it up. Um, Britt gonna wreck this chick. It's Pittsburgh. Bitch threw out the first pitch to fucking hit The fucking hit the Pirates game today. She will kill you, Red Velvet. Uh, another Stark's Cage <laughs> video package. Yada yada. Dark Order, Grayson and Uno specifically versus Good Brothers for Impact Tag Titles. Scott Demore, Impact owner on commentary. Uh, Kazaria comes out and drags Cutler to the back. That was Brandon Cutler to the back. That was pretty funny. Uh, decent enough match. Good Brothers win. After that, we got QT Marshall with Tony Shabani uh, to apologize for dumping the shake on Tony. Not an apology, really. Then, uh, then, uh, they decide they're gonna get Tony's son out of the crowd, and they're gonna beat him up unless Tony apologizes, uh, for not putting QT over a commentary up. Fucking dickhead. Um, so (laughs) so Tony apologizes. They still fucking beat up Tony's son. And then, uh, and then, uh, 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 I'm, and then, well, it's a big show. It's a big ass show tonight. No, his music in AEW is infinitely better than that song ever was. Um, motherfucker <laughs> Paul White comes out, choke slams Aaron swallow or whatever, Bailey's Zax, and stares swallow. QT down. Aaron Swallow, is that what it is? Swallow. It's like Swallow. I think it's
0: Solo. It's, it's Swallow, solo, but...
1: But, the, but the W is another L or something. Or Solo with an <laughs> extra L. Slow-low. Slow-low. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so he stares QT down. In my notes, I have, why am I excited to see the big show and excited to see where this goes? I don't know, but I am. I ain't been actively excited to see the big show since he was called The Giant. Um, and even then, it was a little iffy, but now, now, here we are. The wrestling world is weird in 2021, man. After that, we got Jericho versus Wardlow, and this was a complete fucking ass-kicking until the end, uh, MJF gets himself ejected, leaving Jericho, uh, an opening to hit Wardlow with the bat, and then, uh, a Judas effect to get the pin, Post-match, Spears attacks Jericho until Sammy Guevara shows up. They're wrestling tonight on Rampage. Sammy hits the ring. we got a three on two. It's too much to overcome until Jake Hager shows up and everyone immediately clears the ring. Because Jake Hager showed up. Um, I didn't understand. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, man. They put Hager over as a real badass on this show. I like him in AEW. Um, but, like, you had two guys down, it was effectively a three-on-one, you could have put him down before the other two got up, but it's wrestling, man, they could have recovered, you know. Uh, so, the steps for next week are announced, no Judas Effect is allowed to be used, and if it's used, MJF automatically wins, and no Judas Music. No, he says you have to come down to nobody singing along to you. I've got a prediction, Mike. The crowd's going to sing. Oh, the crowd's going to sing, but... Do we get a maybe a different version of Jericho? Uh,
0: like a uh, Lionheart version?
1: I'm just saying, man, that the Lionheart theme song, if you watch WWE Network and you watch any Chris Jericho matches from WCW, do you know what music they play? I don't know. No. They play his WWE music.
0: So they don't have rights to it.
1: Well, Chris Jericho's Lionheart theme was part of the Warner Warner Media. Uh, music collection that they owned that they would just pull music from. Right. So the right. rights to the Lionheart music are floating around out there, right?
0: I would assume that they still have it unless it was something with the AOL deal. You know what I mean? So,
1: just saying, You've got a real. Do we possibility. remember what that
0: music sounds like? <laughs>
1: you'll know it when you hear it right probably not at this point probably not so but you'll be, i tell you what i could hear a song and and be like that's close enough you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah I that guess. shit all sounded the same you know so uh just saying we can maybe get it or he comes out the silence and the crowd sings or that and that's uh aw for the week
0: Sounds like a decent show. It was Uh, Rampage.
1: It it was like. First
0: Rampage, as you stated tonight. This
1: show was used purely to build up Rampage and All Out.
0: Which I think is smart. Uh, Rampage will air tonight as of this recording. When you hear this recording, it will have already aired. So we'll see how Friday night time slot works for them. Uh, 10 o'clock is kind of late. We'll see. Uh, two things real quick. Ryan Satin and Dave Meltzer are bitch fighting on Twitter. Uh, though I have to take Satin's side on this because he's calling Dave out for uh questioning Roman's cancer, and it's pretty hilarious. Um and did you see that did you see the Gable Stevenson? He's the wrestler that won gold in the Olympics just recently. Yeah. Yeah that has supposedly everyone looking at looking at him but specifically has talked to WWE uh, that he, after he won his gold medal, he tweeted uh, like a, I think it was like a high or a wave emoji and then just at, added Vince McMahon, right? Mm-hmm. So, to not apparently be left in the dust or wanting that to get out of hand on the side they don't want it to go, Jake Hager tweeted... <laughs> I bet $20,000 that at Gable Stevenson could not take me down. Any takers? Hashtag AEW Dynamite at AEW on TNT. Gable Stevenson responded saying, if you want to lose 20K in five seconds, then let's go. (laughs) And then Hager responded, well, someone has to pay taxes for your gold. Would you like Houston, Chicago, or New York? And Stevenson's responded, never heard of you, but DM for my address. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good look for Jake or AEW, but whatever. (laughs) It's like, I get what he was going for, but then the response just fucking buried him. Oh, God. But yeah, that's uh, wrestling this week, Mike. I know you got to wrap up. Is there anything else that you want to say to these fine, fine people? Um,
1: I just want to remind you guys: there's a lot of good wrestling out there. If you're not, if you're not finding what you like, actually, you know what, man? Fuck that. Um, fuck that. Uh, here's some advice I heard this week. From the New Age Insiders. God damn it, I miss them, because they always do things like this. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know the best way to support wrestling right now is to watch the people that you like. Alright? Yep. So I've decided I'm gonna make it a point, right? I like Seth Rollins, man. I'll make it a point to watch what Seth Rollins is doing on SmackDown. Um I'll make it a point to watch what Big E's doing. I don't even know who the fuck is on Raw. At all in any way, shape, or form, yeah. other than like Drew McIntyre <laughs> and Bobby Lashley. But I'm sure there's someone on there. Point. Is there someone on there that I like? There has to be, right?
0: A- AJ Styles. Okay,
1: I like AJ Styles, so I'm gonna follow what Matt AJ Riddle. Styles does. I like Matt Riddle. I like Randy Orton. Um, watch the people you like, man. Just, just like if you don't fucking like, like they kind of said it as like. Wrestling now is like, think of your wrestlers as your favorite sports teams, right? I'm a Cleveland so Browns accessible. fan. Yes, I have watched uh, Cleveland Browns when they were the worst fucking team ever for a decade. They were the worst team in the history of the NFL for like for like 15 years almost. But I watched them, man, um, because that's my team, even though it wasn't great. Support your team, man. Seth Rollins is my guy. I'm going to watch Seth Rollins stuff now. Um, watch the people that you like, and if you don't like, want to support WWE in any fucking way, man, don't give up on wrestling, man. If WWE and AEW aren't doing it for you, man, fucking seek out what you like. Get, check, check, check some New Japan shit. On, it's all on YouTube, man. You don't need subscriptions to things. You can get on YouTube and you can watch some some a um, some New Japan matches to decide maybe fuck man. New Japan's kind of something I want to get into. Maybe pro wrestling Noah is your fucking thing. Maybe All Japan's your thing. Maybe fucking GCW is your fucking thing. Maybe fucking H2O Wrestling is your thing, man. Like, just find them online. Check things out online. If there's someone you've been hearing about, man, this Jay White guy, fuck, check out Jay White online. Maybe you'll like what Jay White's fucking do. He's essentially the New Zealand Seth Rollins. Like, almost. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. He's the New Zealand Seth Rollins. Um... (laughs) or seth rollins the american no rollins was the thing first um like seek it out it's all out there man and you will find something that makes you fucking passionate about this business again i promise you and if you don't then yeah man maybe it's time you and wrestling part part ways i thought it was time for me and wrestling to part ways but then i found something that made me realize i still fucking love wrestling
0: And I think if you do it that way, you watch it that way, even just between the stuff that's super easy to find, like AEW and WWE with their three brands, and AEW with four or five fucking shows at this point, like, if you're a wrestling fan, there's going to be somebody on there you like, right?
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, fuck. And those are... Even watch
0: Dark. They're the easiest accessible shows
1: to watch. Yes. Even watch fucking Dark, man. Because here's the deal. Dark has guys on all the time that are fucking indie guys that you might see and be like, hey man, I like that guy shit. Shit, last week? Last week? Was it this week? The leader of 440, RSP, Ricky Shane Page, my dreaded fucking enemy. Not really. He doesn't even know Mortal who the fuck enemy. I am. He doesn't even know who I am. Uh, He's gonna. Bev, actually, I'm sure he knows who I am. He just pays us no attention. But fuck you, Bev. Fuck you, Bev, and your tassel coat. I know you know who I am, um, you too, Atticus, I know all you motherfuckers know who I am, but Ricky Shane Page pays me no mind, he's above my shit, and he's the leader of 440, and he fucking got beat by Brian Cage on Dark, man, like, how fucking cool is that for a guy like me, man, whose whole fucking, like, shit is based off stealing this guy's shit, Um, that's great for my brand, but fuck, man, like, that might be great for someone that's watching and is like, dude, this dude's a fucking great heel, man. I want to see a little bit more of his work. What's this 440 shit? That's what I, like, watch Dark, even. That's going to open you up to people you've never even fucking heard of. Just, there's good wrestling out there, man.
0: I'm going to say it every week. I'm going to say it every week. 100% couldn't agree more, guys. And I say this every week. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. New episodes of Drive-By are available every Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drivebypod. And follow us on Twitter at drivebypod. This has been a presentation of the Nearfall Network. Until next time, bye.